0: Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast, where you can escape the corporate trap through franchise ownership. Here's your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, the Franchise Guide. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your Franchise Guide, the show where we help corporate executives experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Very excited. We are going to continue the series uh, three part series of finding your perfect or three weeks to finding your perfect franchise. Uh, we are week number two. And you know, just to just to kind of go back. so so week number one is is figuring out if a franchise was a good fit. We talked about being able to follow a process and systems uh, and being open to that. Uh, the, you know, the idea of money having liquidity and certain net worths in order to be able to fund the franchise fee. and and help you know really fund the business, the the working capital, the ongoing expenses, and just a time frame. You know the idea that a franchise, uh, what's available today, may not be available tomorrow. So we want to look at uh, territory availabilities and have a you know six month or less time frame in order to make the uh, the final decision. So, uh, so what are we going to talk about uh, today? So you know since we've already decided, hey, a franchise may be a good fit what what do we do next you know let's just jump into brands is where i normally see people kind of jump in and uh i would challenge that to say let's 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 take a step back there's 4000 franchise companies roughly 70 different uh, 70 different uh industries in the united states alone so why don't we instead of doing that why don't we just reverse engineer this process and figure out you know what does the ideal business look like so let's work in reverse let's figure out the ideal business and then from there, uh, week number three will be to kind of put this all together and start looking at brands. So, you know, what we do on our second calls, is we put together a, a consultation call. We spend an hour together. Uh, but if you're doing this on your own, this is the, this is a time to really reflect and f- figure out, you know, if you could have it all, right? Uh, not it depends or what if. If you can have it all, what does this ideal business look like? So to, to give some examples, our you know, what is your ideal kind of environment? You know, are you working from home, something home-based or a small office outside the home uh, or a larger investment where you're looking at a brick and mortar retail location where you're going to a physical location? Um, you know, key, key things to keep in mind with something that's uh, being functioned from the, from the home, operated from the home or small office. Typically, these types of businesses uh, are up and running in 90 days or less. Um, you know, no, no build out involved, uh, no real inventory. Usually you have maybe some vehicles, some, some equipment, uh, but 90 days or less. And the investments uh, come in less. I always say, uh, you know, hundred, 200,000 is a very, uh, rough, rough range on these types of businesses with all the variables of, um, you know, buying and leasing versus leasing a a vehicle, uh, if there's equipment or not, uh, staff, you're going to be full-time in the business, part-time in the business uh brick and mortar i always say a range of 6 months 6 to 12 months or more uh we've seen it happen in less than we've seen it happen in more these are just ranges and it's going to vary franchise and you'll be able to speak with them on averages specifically for their brands and then work with the franchisees and and talk with them and ask them kind of what their experience has been uh so you know think these are you know one of the areas to consider another area to consider is financials you know we talked about uh, money on the, on the first call week one. So on the financials, you know, two, two questions to, to consider. Number one is what is your comfort level with your cash or liquid injection uh, into the business? And then number two is the overall investment. What is your, com- uh, you know, comfort range there. And, you know, just like buying a home, you have a budget, same thing with business. a business, a business, you know, the franchisor will supply you with an item seven, which is an investment range. They'll give you a, a low and a high itemize that break it down so you want to be comfortable so you know with that range so it may be just say it's uh, 300,000 and of that 300,000 you're funding it with cash or with a retirement rollover or an SBA loan and that's going to be just say 20 to 30% range down depending on the uh, the lender options and and what's available and things like that so things to think about and Again, what are we doing here? We're getting specific. So, if we decided that we want to keep the investment lower, home-based, uh, and we want that that you know that investment to be under, you know, three or or, or even under two hundred thousand, now we're starting to narrow down the search um, in in uh, available options. Where are you located, right? Um, you know, you may be located in Denver, Colorado, and you know, do you want your business to be Denver? Are there other areas? Maybe there's uh, other areas that you you visit, um, have a second home, vacation that you'd like the business to operate in. So, you know, these are now this is now a third layer, a third characteristic of the business, because, you know, unfortunately, when a lot of people come to me, get r- super excited about a certain business, they'll find out that the entire area. Maybe it's the city or maybe it's the entire state has been sold out. Uh, and that's not readily available on the website. You may just look and say, "Well, there's only one location in uh, in the state of Colorado that that's uh, open and operated." But on the flip side, there may be another 30 locations to be opened in the next year that just haven't opened up yet. Someone that purchased five locations and is doing a a location a year, you know, it takes a lot of time to find uh, the right location that's been approved by the corporate office. So. Uh, so that's another idea. Another, another big one is the type of ownership. And this really is a great way to, to kind of scale it down. Uh, you need to figure out if you want to run this business full-time or if you want to run this business part-time and a big part of it is, you know, with a, with part-time ownership, we call it semi-absentee. You know, it allows you to keep your job and run the business on the side. Some, some key things to, to consider are number one, it will increase your investment. Uh, you may be having to hire or pay for the salary of a general manager if needed, not not in every case, but uh, in, in many cases, a general manager is needed, increasing that investment. Um, and you know, just time frame, how much time you have available uh, to invest in the business, that that's going to be key. And not just the total time, but when you're available. Some people have nights and weekends. Some people have uh, flexibility. They work from home and are able to, to really kind of put in a few hours in during the day nights and weekends as well. And that also affects the type of business uh, that may be a good fit. So and and there are numerous, numerous, numerous characteristics. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And this is, you know, where we bring a lot of value and and feedback. I've owned, you know, multiple companies. We're able to provide feedback uh, because it's not just about, you know, entering your information in a portal saying, I like restaurants. And then it just, you know, gives you a list of restaurants available. We want to figure out, you know, what attracts you to certain businesses because you know in many cases the the franchisor does not need does not require experience in the industry they're looking for um you know a skill set transferable skill set so uh, you know in, in my case I worked on wall street was in sales sales can is a transferable skill set across the board you know really can you know if you're good at sales you can do it just about in every industry so that's what the um you know the franchisor has kind of a, a ideal avatar of who they're looking for so uh what is the skill set and what is the role in the business? Because if you are very introverted and um don't like to to go out and sales appointments and network a chamber of events, uh certain businesses are not going to be a good fit. So we look at uh what you're good at, strength uh, strengths and weaknesses and backgrounds and things like that. Not necessarily looking at just the experience, you know. I've experienced in home service and specifically in painting, that's great. It could be a a big plus, but, uh, don't uh, limit yourself just to painting, you know, open it up to home services, open it up to business coaching. If you like sales and, uh, there are brands that, that, revolve around expense reduction for small businesses. So, um, I want to, I want to take a step back. I got really excited in that part, but going back to the type of ownership, the other on the flip side is owner operator, uh, where that is going to require you typically for the first six to 12 months to be full-time. Some brands require you to be full-time, um, and, uh, you know, basically take a step back after you've really learned the business. Uh, so a little bit different than semi-absentee. If the brand offers semi-absentee ownership, you can also run it full-time. But if the brand uh, requires you to run it uh, full-time from day one, um, you're going to have to leave your, your job. I've seen a, on occasion a, a or allows the key employee, maybe a general manager to have some equity in the business. Maybe they put up some money. I own a percentage of the business, and and that's allowed. That's kind of a case by case, or that varies. I should say brand by brand. But uh, these are some some things to to consider. So what do we do with all this? Well, you know what I do on our end, we we put together a franchise model where it's a summary of what this ideal business looks like. Uh, if you're doing this on your own, you're really figuring out. You know, okay, we've looked at location, the type of ownership, we've looked at the investment, my skill set, weaknesses. Uh, and, 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 the investment and all that kind of stuff. And we, we put that all together and just, you know, if you want to add another layer and we cover a lot more than what we're covering today, when I, when I work one-on-one, uh, with our candidates is, you know, kind of figuring out what the ideal day is. What am I doing? And keeping in mind a new business, you're going to wear multiple hats, hats to get the business up and running. But what does a business ideal, uh, day look like after just say six, six month Mark, when, maybe the business is up and running. You've been trained and you have your staff. Um, You know, you're always looking for good, good and actually great people to to run the business. But what does the average day look like? And prize in many cases that the average day uh, may look like a lot of networking for certain brands. And that could be for home service and business coaching and, um, and many other businesses, uh, fitness and health and wellness and things like that, where you're networking at a chamber of events and, you know really getting to to know everyone in town. Uh, in some cases the the franchisor may may have you become the mayor of the town and just get to really know everyone and you're the go-to for that one you know specific product or service. So uh, you know this by doing this and getting very clear, you know every time we we make a decision on, on a characteristic, we're able to narrow the, the, the funnel down and just say, well, I don't want brick and mortar retail. Well, that may eliminate. Hypothetically, half the the franchise is out there, and I want to run this semi absentee again. You know, we're, we're chopping it down. Another another half of the brands. Then we get specific on the investment, uh, the skill sets, and things like that. And now we're getting super specific so that we're ruling out the brands. We're not just blindly picking brands that are available. Um, you know, some of the uh, uh, brands may not have any availability. In your market, so you have to you have to be okay with maybe being an hour, uh, you know, from where you live. So the example of Denver, maybe it's an hour away, but which is not ideal. But uh, I, you know, realistically, you're only traveling in the territory once a week. So you know, getting clear, and that's when you start having uh, conversations with the franchisor. So you know, getting clear on the ideal business is great. Um, you know, you start to also look at things when I work with people, uh, gr- strategies as far as growth plans. You know, what's the the big picture is just to build an enterprise and leave a legacy to your family and, you know, add additional brands or territories and, and what that looks like. So, you know, we spent a lot of time there. You know, th- this is just part of, of, of what we cover, but this is a great, um, you know, once you figure out a franchise is a good fit, let's figure out what it looks like. And then from there, we'll figure out, you know, uh, week number three, the brands and you know, how to go about in the beginning stages of the due diligence process. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, you know, this requires, you know, this is where I would spend a lot of time getting ultra specific. And, on, and in some cases, you're not you're not certain between a brick and mortar location or, or home-based service. So you, you leave it open. You know, maybe you look at, if I deal, you want to narrow it to three brands. You look at one brand that's brick and mortar and two that are service-based. That's okay. But we do need to make some decisions here. Um, you know, the budget, the location and things like that. And the ideal world, you know, this is uh, required, it's a big investment. It's going to require a lot of your time. So, you know, we're looking at things, you know, I always say the better the match, the more sustainable, the business and, uh, the odds of success are going to increase because you have a great brand backing you up. You get a great match in the type of business, got a great match in the, in the role and what you'll be doing and it won't be a struggle. Um, you know, if you're not doing cold calls when you're, you're introverted and vice versa. So, uh, you want to stack as many things in your favor as possible, uh, ultimately, uh, creating and, and hopefully, uh, generating the most success of that business and, and, and enjoyable. You know, if you're going to spend a majority of your time at work or whatever that time looks like, you want it to be enjoyable. You want it to be fun and, uh, something you look forward to daily. So that wraps up week number two. Thanks for joining us. We're going to dive into week number three in the next call uh next show uh, we'll be talking about brands and kind of putting uh putting this all together and starting that due diligence process. So, thanks again and we will talk soon. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to learn how to make the transition from corporate to owning your franchise, join Giuseppe on the next episode. You can also follow on all social media platforms and achieve financial and time freedom today.